Hey, welcome to another edition of the Placebo Cast. This is number 12, you said, Joseph, right? Number 12? Uh, yes. Number 12. Today is Sunday, October 27th. My name is Tony. And I'm uh, Joseph. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. And so. I know you're listening, NSA. Yes. Um, so we have a packed list of things to, to go through. And of course, we always seem to record a major podcast at the. Uh, after a Apple event from the prior week. And it's so, almost like we like Apple events, you know? I know, right? <laughs> Nokia had Would've an event thought. like the day before, and yeah, we I don't even know what they announced. <laughs> hey, you know, um, Lenovo has an event in like two days, so yeah, there's always that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, I imagine this will be a pretty long podcast, and I, I'm, I'm standing right now on my makeshift standing desk, so... Uh, during the oh, course. you're trying to you're trying to follow that. Yeah, I, I, that I'm following the hipster right trend with with uh, with avoiding those you know you know sitting will kill you mentality. So oh man, yeah, you're like this you're like this professor I have. Yeah. He has a standing desk and it's ultra hipster. Yeah, but sure, why not? Yeah, I'll give I'll give it to you, Tony. All right, so let's let's start with the major Apple event. This was on last Tuesday. 10 a.m. Yep. Pacific time, and who was the star of this show in terms of products? And like, where um, would we are you start? F- do we start with chronological order, or do we just start with most interesting things and just go from there? I mean, are you asking for my opinion? What for your opinion? The, uh, for my opinion, the star. Well, well, let's work in reverse here. Um, we already knew about Mavericks, so they just pretty much reiterated Mavericks. You just said that it's free. That was the major. Yeah. Well, that was the big one, yeah. yeah. Although, you know, uh, it, it, it kind of made sense. Well, because, hindsight you know, they, is twenty twenty, right? Yeah, hindsight is twenty twenty. Absolutely, you know. Yeah. But it, it kind of made sense because the previous iteration, you know, the upgrade Snow Leopard was like, what, $80? I think it was 129 at one point, like one of okay, the, it was, the oldest yeah, yeah. or one of the earliest OS tens. Yeah, so Snow Leopard was like one twenty nine, and then I went to Lion Mountain Lion, which was like eighty dollars. Thirty nine, or, Mount- or tw- it was like thirty nine ninety nine, and then thirty dollars. Oh no, yeah. no, Mountain Lion was twenty dollars, and then the previous was thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like you're thinking, you know, how can they? Because they have all this new technology under the hood for Mavericks, right? That I'm sure they want their developers to take advantage of, right. and what better way to? help developers make that transition than to be then to give the OS away for free right. forcing um, consumer adoption rates to skyrocket because who the hell doesn't want free stuff right and you know so yeah, I mean it makes sense yeah, but like you said hindsight's 2020 um, yeah. and so you mentioned a lot of the changes were under the hood specifically with mm-hmm. battery improvements and you, you, you were playing with the uh, GM a couple of weeks back and I asked Absolutely. you if you had seen any uh, you know battery life improvements you said that you got what or you got you know what life. after 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 um, being on Mavericks for not even on the GM but like the well actually you know just on the GM right. for like the last three weeks I've noticed that you know pardon my French but holy hell the battery life is a lot longer Really? Because you know, I've had I've had my, my I've had my air for you know fourteen months now. So and this battery is a life twenty is, 
2012, 2011? This is a 2012 one, 2012, so it's been 14 yeah. months. And Pre-Haswell. Pre-Haswell. So the Haswell benefits aren't there. Right. But what's what's interesting is that these are, this is a 14-month-old MacBook Air, so the battery life is degraded from 100% storing capacity to like 85%, I think, last time I checked Coco. So what does that equate to? Uh, uh, a 7 a seven hour seven hour start at the very beginning to five i wish okay so Six when i first started with the, when i first started with the macbook air it was like somewhere five to six hours because i would do some really like crazy things or i would just be like constantly like browsing sites over and over with like battery with my brightness at like 75 percent max right. because i'm like crazy like that um but you know ever since the battery degraded it started like dropping to like three hours impressive because just 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 because you know how battery technology works right but, but um most people with, are usually char are plugged into their ac adapter so it only yeah, matters so, on the go so yeah absolutely so um so what's what a major what i've noticed is that my battery life has pretty much just gone up like an hour or an hour and a half mm -hmm. at, thanks to mavericks right like i would be like sitting i would be this is very recent but I would be sitting in a lecture and I would like just check the battery because you know I was just really bored and it would be like yes because three and a half. most people in class would be checking Facebook while Joseph would be checking activity monitor <laughs> yeah you know what because I you know it's just just that interesting dear <laughs> listeners it's just that interesting right so I would be checking the battery monitor and as it would jump from 336 to like 430 just me sitting there not doing anything so I think that's a major improvement right. compared to what it was before and even if I'm browsing stuff it would even after I've been using it for like two hours it would still be like three hour 30 minutes right so I think Mavericks does a very good job under the hood for um battery life improvements right. which is really nice right. really nice and so i've had it for less than a week so far and i have the 2010 macbook pro and so when i first bought this it was rated according to apple 10 hours but you know it was more like eight to nine hours when i in normal usage for me at the beginning yeah and then yeah. so before mavericks i i did a quick check on the the total battery life and it was hovering around like four to four and a half yeah, that's still pretty good. Right. Considering it's a three-year-old yeah, laptop. Yeah, three plus. Yeah. Yeah. And then after Mavericks, to be honest, I haven't seen much, if anything, different in terms of battery life improvement. Maybe... Did you... Or maybe... Like was, the numbers haven't changed? Or it doesn't seem like anything different. And, and, and for me, I guess, because it doesn't really matter, most of the time I'm plugged in, so, who, who, you know, it's okay. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, and then the other interesting thing you said that you saw those improvements after, you know, a longer period of usage. Mm -hmm. And I think with, I think one of the changes that they made was called app map or something. And, and yeah. a lot of people were saying that as developers take advantage of this new feature, that the battery life improvements would become more system wide. Which is why, you know, it ties back into the whole why Mavericks is free partially because they want developers to pick up adoption because in the developers minds well who would you what would you rather develop for uh, operating system that is already you know widespread like mountain lion or an operating system that could have potentially costed money that so not many people would have adopted it so they would continue perpetually 
developing for that older system without the new power saving technologies you know it fewer all ties support together. tickets fewer support yeah. tickets <laughs> fewer support tickets you know you know and, you know and this inadvertently raises the uh, consumer rating for apple you know it's like oh this this new updates it's one it's free so that makes me happy and Two, i can't it, complain like, about it if it sucks yeah. because i didn't pay anything for it <laughs> yeah well people will complain about yeah they re- they complain about <laughs> iwork they said yeah. that we'll see I, I don't really know anything about that because I honestly did not do not use iWork at all. It, uh, predominantly, I use uh-huh. Google Drive, and so a lot of people are saying that a lot of the major features were taken out. So, have See, you seen any of that? You know what I? I used to predominantly use Pages because their templating system is just fantastic and just aesthetically pleasing. But after hearing those reports, I've never noticed any like power features because I don't like use them. Right. Because all I hear is like, oh no, Apple took away X feature and Y feature. This is the most horrendous thing ever in the world. And it makes sense because they use this uh, office suite on a regular yeah. basis. So taking away that component is like, oh no, what do I do now? <laughs> you know, I think while it's a good thing that they... <laughs> like, I've been waiting for an iWorks update since forever it's been like 2009 four years. i posted on reddit <laughs> well, no, no, no. yeah I think it's, it's like it's when are they gonna update iWorks? you know but i don't know if this is a if this is a valid <laughs> if this is a valid like um comment in the minds of some people but i'm just glad that they updated the damn thing pardon right. my french right uh you know <laughs> you know sticking with the same boring iWorks is I mean, even if the features, the features that they took out, I've never used them, and right. I've never even noticed that they took stuff out. Right. You know, so there is going to be, there's going to be detractors out there, but it's right. far and few in between. I'm pretty sure they're just trying to reposition Pages to be one consistent among iOS. Right. Their iCloud website. Have you used their Pages on iCloud? Very briefly. It is decent. It is not the best, but it's very decent. Actually. How about compared to Google Drive? No comparison. Google Drive is better. Oh yeah. At least for collaboration work. They did. They did in, include that. Yeah. Uh, new feature, which was. I mean, if you're if you're a typography buff, like I am, and if you like the templating system they have. Right. For creating different types of documents, you're gonna love Pages on iCloud because Google Drive doesn't even come close to that. But Google Drive has collaborative. They work. do have their vast quantity of Google Web Fonts. Yeah, <laughs> which I is know, which I'm, is pretty good. I like I like it. I mean, it's not like I have a hard time finding a decent looking font. Yeah, I don't know. I think some of the web fonts just get really stale, or yeah, it's, it's like everyone chases not... a certain font and then. You see all your favorite websites suddenly have it, and then there's a new font yeah. that comes out. <laughs> I don't know, I've played around with Google Web Fonts, and they're decent, to say the least. But, I don't know, some of the fonts, they're like, they're, they're, it's like, the, it's like the, the catch-22 of having too many choices, you know? Right. You go through all the fonts, you have like a million different fonts to pick, but you don't really want to spend like an hour picking out the best font for like a header, right. you know? While Pages has like... 25 to 30 fonts that look to me they look fantastic regardless so i can just pick one like i pick like helvetica new there's um 
just to name one i can't remember the rest but i can just like scroll through like 30 and just pick one you know so just it's (laughs) i can draw a parallel between a parallel to the differences between android and ios but i don't think that's a that's relevant right now right but but yeah um pages for i for icloud is is um pretty neat it's pretty neat yeah so I think they're just trying to streamline it and make it similar. Because before Pages for iOS and Pages for Mac OS X, um, if you were to alter one that you made on iOS, you would have to save it as a different copy or else some of the formatting gets removed. Right. But now, since they streamlined it, you don't have to do that anymore, which is really nice. Right. I remember I would have like seven different backups of the same different document because I've edited on like three platforms, the web browser on iCloud.com, iOS on my iPad, and Mac OS X on my hmm. uh, laptop. So now, I'm, I'm glad they streamlined it. Now, I assume that I work or most or I work on iOS is not very much used suite of apps mainly well, because typing on a tablet is really not fun yeah and then i yeah. remembered you have a keyboard and Absolutely. so I, I i i assume those are the the if you want to you know get stuff done using iWorks you you have to have a keyboard yeah otherwise yeah. it's good luck well you know some people get used to the typing without tactile feedback thing at 15 words per minute i don't know (laughs) i I applaud them you know because this is one of those things where i really can't do effectively because i always like mistype things but that's why autocorrect is there so thank you for that apple but yeah i mean half the time you're gonna have to or 90 percent of the time you're gonna have to have a keyboard with you and some people do you know which is why some people have the ipad the 8.9 inch ipad because the screen real estate's pretty big you know and all you have to do is carry a keyboard which adds like half an inch yeah or less than half an inch thickness so you know yeah. it works out for them i know some people that just have the 8.9 inch ipad yeah. i was about to say ipad air but that hasn't come out yet um we'll get to that later let's talk but, about it right now <laughs> yeah i know some people that have a keyboard and they just do all the typing there because the screen real estate's big enough for yeah. them to do stuff you know it's like it's like the ipad 8.9 inch ipad is for you know, they try to market it as a content creation tablet, not a content consumption they did tablet do that. Like Amazon. Yeah, they did yeah. do that with their their video demo. Yeah. You watched yeah. Keynote, right? The Yeah, absolutely. Most, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. there was that, uh, you know, they kept showing scenes of, you know, people working with the iPad, you know, their construction yeah. workers, athletes. And then yeah. I thought the most hilarious one was um, the hiker perched atop on the mountain <laughs> in a tent watching using their ipad and i saw this hilarious tweet after someone saying um hiker uh treks up a mountain brings ipad forgets food and water <laughs> hey man if you if you have an ipad who needs food and water right? <laughs> this is the 21st century now we got rid of all that who food needs, and water jazz who needs to survive you just have your ipad with you <laughs> have your ipad and a wireless connection with uh with a T-Mobile sponsored by T-Mobile LTE, you know, just yeah, like the T-Mobile will have will definitely have coverage on Mount Everest. <laughs> yeah, this is the cloud service of the 21st century, man. Amazon's <laughs> delivering groceries and stuff. You're hiking mountains. You just you know go on Amazon. <laughs> Same day delivery. Same day delivery. The top of the mountain. You provide an address, Mount Everest, twelve thousand yeah, feet. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. I, yeah, that's pretty funny, actually. I actually didn't notice that because I was actually like eating while watching or listening to the pod or the keynote so but yeah some of those videos are just really they crack me up sometimes now how unrealistic it is speaking of the videos they they showed a really high number of videos it seemed in this keynote and and normally they do show a number of them you know your typical johnny ive video and then the uh, you know the people using their product videos and then several ads that they've created this one just seemed yeah. I don't know a lot well you know it's um they were debuting like what three four products they were they were debuting mavericks i don't think they have a video for that one though because that was pretty much everyone knew yeah that. there's yeah they had a video for the new ipads which was you know they always do that yeah so that's one um the mac pro which no one has heard of for a while until then the black so two the black the black knight <laughs> thanks phil schiller <laughs> <laughs> Did you see his response on Twitter when someone oh, yeah. called him out on that? Yeah, he started uh, messaging people privately. Uh, yeah, making a joke or something. I forgot. Yeah, hey saying. man, you know it's hard to it's hard to speak to a couple of million people, million viewers on a stage like that. Now You're you have to respond to, make... to people on Twitter. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. this is a terrifying future we're living in for PR people at least. <laughs> Apple so doesn't even Pro. have a Twitter account. They have one for like yeah. their 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 web services like itunes and and apps and the app store oh man it's just a pr nightmare just working in pr i i feel for them i feel for them it's a terrifying future we have out there or they have out there people insult them and retweet the insults yeah retweet insults you can't you got to be careful how many characters you put in your tweet otherwise you they'll twist you your language yeah <laughs> You know, you don't want to see us this old, old, out of touch dude. You want to be like this hip guy with the Bitly links or whatever. You know, <laughs> don't use tiny URL. <laughs> well, you'll get. You know, I don't even know what the, I don't even know what the popular URL genres are out there. Yeah, oh, that's, how, that's I, how you know how much I use Twitter. Oh, I haven't seen you tweet in ages, or at least, you know, I follow, you know, a crap ton of people, so. Yeah, well, I you know I just go to Twitter to look for like interesting things like like my I follow Twitter account some, like famous yeah absolutely yeah. you know <laughs> I look for, have it like, pop up um, on your iPhone every time I tweet yeah although you disabled that a year ago you know what I have a feeling we're gonna have like a two hour conversation because I have a lot of things to say about Twitter there's a lot of interesting news that came out for Twitter but that's that's later but yeah I mean they had two two for sure the Mac Pro and the iPad Air now the Mac Pro let's start with that the the Black yeah. Knight or whatever they call it the Black They're... Knight the <laughs> $29.99 right $29.99 were you surprised by that price? not really actually um well Initially, yeah, but in but after doing like a bunch of um, comparisons with other with um, quote unquote similarly spec'd computers, uh, no, not surprised. Mm -hmm. It's actually pretty reasonable, actually twenty nine ninety nine for a computer with like dual or quad quad core Xeons, I think that hasn't <laughs> been even released to the market yet. All right. Plus ECC RAM. Now you sound um, like Phil yeah. Schiller. <laughs> I mean, just the technology and like you, you would think that ECC RAM, these just making up buzzwords. Like, no, these are different teraflops. types of like yeah, teraflops, but these are different types of like RAM, you know, there's faster buffer speed and right. faster read write speed. And also like the uh, workstation graphics, they have the uh, AT AMD Fire Pro. 
Google Chrome will yeah. never crash on my computer ever again. I mean, for twenty nine ninety nine, it's pretty. Um... You still need to buy the peripherals, though. If you need them, I mean, well. <laughs> Didn't Apple yeah. say that you you could dis use up to three four K displays? Did they say? They said I don't remember. Something like I that. wouldn't be surprised because Thunder <laughs> the Thunderbolt two standard supports that many displays plus that and then some, you know. Yeah. So they've been like Thunderbolt. I wouldn't be surprised if it is not fact now that it's the industry standard for like video um, videographers, you know, workflows, you know, data transfer, mumbo jumbo, you know. Right. You know, I'm, these videographers have like giant. But like for but for regular Joes like 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 me, then you know that I don't really care. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's you know that's that's the whole point. Like you right. are a regular Joe that probably would be satisfied with an iMac, you know, for right. you know sixty six percent less than the, the Mac yeah. Pro. But yeah, but these are guys, These are for people that do like mat like massive calculations, making um, Oscar winning movies. Exactly, you know, they have like Ford, it's 10 terabyte hard drive arrays all stacked together into a Thunderbolt cord that just plugs in and transfers like 500 gigabits per second <laughs> so you could live edit and live playback over a single copper cable, you know, that's amazing, you know, and you have the processor to do, you can render videos like really quickly because the processor can do that many, you know, calculations per second you know to a person that values that sort of um workhorse power the mac pro is definitely a contender right you know it's a, it's a workstation it's so, not your so, average so my birthday is coming up joseph so um if you have when are you gonna give me a pay raise if you have a spare three thousand dollars <laughs> lying around just... Uh, we'll see if my we'll see if my investments mature in about uh, twenty years. Right. Then we'll talk, Tony. Right. So the other <laughs> hardware upgrade before we get into the iPad, although we started talking a little bit about it, was the yeah. MacBook Pro with Retina. Now the, the biggest odd one. Right. They they dropped the price for both the thirteen and fifteen inch, two hundred dollars. Yeah. So they now start at twenty nine ninety nine and nineteen ninety nine. And I, I think For they the also fifteen inch ret one, right? Yeah, there's a fifteen inch retina. Yeah, the thirteen inch starts at twelve ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, and then nineteen yeah. ninety. And then so mm -hmm. they improved the graphics, the the processor, I think, with Haswell or something. And mm -hmm. more importantly, they dropped the price. And um, so now we have both the re you know the recently updated MacBook Air with a twelve hour battery life, and so. Yes. Which, which laptop is for what consumer now? So you have the MacBook Air that can go all day battery life. Mm. And then you have the MacBook Pro, which is essentially a performance, you know, almost, you can pretty much call it a gaming machine in terms of its graphics capability. Did you write that Verge article? Because I remember that was like the headline, <laughs> a near graph uh, gaming machine. Yeah, that's what they called it. I read that review. They said that. And well, that was for the. There's 15. something very funny about that, but right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. the MacBook Air is positioned. You know, I'm I'm thinking about it, and MacBook Air, although the CPUs are the same, they're clocked differently. So performance-wise, for the MacBook Air, it's that's for like, 
that is, you know, the MacBook Air is still the number one ultrabook on the market. There is no ultrabook out there that can meet it spec-wise or price-wise. Yeah. Or a combination of the two. So that's just... The, the MacBook Air is for, like, everyday consumers that don't need a a mobile workstation. Right. Yeah. So, so that's the MacBook Air. So my sister upgraded, actually, to the... The newest MacBook Air, and she from she, what? From <laughs> from her 2011 MacBook Air, and the the only reason why she did it was because um, her school offered a $500 subsidy to upgrade, and mm. and then doing the math, if you sold the current uh, computer, you're essentially upgrading for almost free <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. i mean i was about to say um i was about to say that's not much of an upgrade but well in terms of range. battery life she was saying she was complaining about how she was getting like four hours to five hours of battery life so to go from that to 12 i think that's a major you know difference you know what i have a i bought a thinkpad like three weeks ago because i wanted a dedicated linux machine and with a nine cell battery that only that barely gets three hours <laughs> i think we're a little bit spoiled with the incredible battery technology we got now because i was like moment you say oh, she she wasn't satisfied with the we'll four see. hour battery life I'll we're, we're like, talking about i wish all my day. thinkpad got it we're talking about all day yeah. you know take it on the go you're not coming back until the end of the day you don't want to carry yeah. around a bunch of uh, cords yeah. around just and trying to search for for outlets all day wherever you are yeah. right so I get you I get you in order to I just get... thought it was <laughs> four hours I just thought it was kind of funny yeah. yeah I just I just thought we're just we as consumers are just a little bit spoiled by the amount of battery life because I've been using no. this ThinkPad for like forever we, we should demand we're more battery life especially for our phones one one day yeah, and then need to recharge come on Right. Yeah, I remember like the the dumb phones. You would get like one week, um, three you'd to get, four like, days. A month. You get like a month on what like kind of some Nokia models. <laughs> on some Nokia models, like you just put them on standby. You get like a month standby. And, well, like, you have no to one actually ever... use it. <laughs> well, no one ever called me, so that's just a testament to how social I was when well, I was in that... middle school. I guess <laughs> different issues. But that's a yeah, that's a different issue altogether. Right. But yeah, but the moment you said that you know, she got a subsidy, I was like, okay, okay, that's that's fine. See, right now I think an eight hour is, or somewhere above three to four hours is where you yeah. need to shoot for in order to be a, a good laptop with decent battery life. I think yeah. more people are are expecting, especially with their phones and tablets that they want a computer that can last just as long right you know it's it's also a combination of um excuse me um it's also a combination of what do you value more battery life or performance right. because in my mind if the subsidy wasn't part of it in my mind it's if you were to ju if you were to upgrade from a 2011 MacBook Air to a 2013, a current generation MacBook Pro Retina, I would say, yeah, that's a definite upgrade, performance-wise. Right. Battery life, that's an upgrade, but not a significant one compared to going from a MacBook Air 2011 to a 2013 MacBook Air. Right. But what if, I mean, if you look at it as 
and almost no cost to upgrade and suddenly you triple your battery life. It's a no brainer. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. She, she did this upgrade like at least a month ago. And mm-hmm. so that was before knowledge of the MacBook yeah. Pro Retina, you yeah. know, surfaced with the newest changes. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's it it just depends. It depends on what the consumer values more in yeah. in terms of their quote unquote upgrade. You know, right. do they value? There are like there are like three things to value f- when you upgrade. Design is one. Aesthetic design that motivates a lot of people, especially way back in the Apple in the in the Steve Jobs era. You know, Steve Jobs era where there would be like a major redesign every like two years. There's um, performance. Like, you know, what Phil Schiller says, teraflops, calculations, math, you know, um, and CPU speed. And while the MacBook Air 2011 to the MacBook software. Air 2013, yeah. yeah, I mean, the performance-wise between those two is pretty massive because you had different architectures for CPUs. There's also battery life, too. I think battery life is a major selling point. Yeah, like you said, battery life is a major selling point for consumers nowadays because... Right. Uh, you know, I mean, a lot of people that are on the go. You, you saw the uh, new Surface Pro 2 that came out. Yeah. And so I think it's, it has the new Haswell processor, and it, yeah. it's only seven to, seven to eight hours of battery life. And considering that the original iPad came out, what, in 2010? Mm-hmm. And it started and still is at 10 hours of battery life. It's, it, it's quite impressive how Apple has maintained that that advantage yeah. after all these years. I mean, that's partially due, in, due to the fact that Apple like controls the software and the hardware. Microsoft is trying to do that, but Apple like has a vertical integration, like a stranglehold on their hardware and their software like coming together. So they can make OS they can make OS optimizations for that specific piece of hardware where in Microsoft's case they can't really do that with the Surface Pro because Windows 8 and 8.1 has to cater to the ma- the vast, you know, OEM sea of different types of hardware. You know, it's not that Apple has a stranglehold on the battery life um, criteria. It's just that they have such good integration between hardware and software since they only have to design. OS 10 for what eight pieces of hardware right different like configurations. Four, yeah different configurations and like four of them are desktop configurations so they don't yeah. have to matter that much so they can just focus on the notebook but Microsoft has to focus on everything you know so it's really hard to make optimizations battery up life optimizations specifically for one platform because that could potentially break the other platforms out there so yeah. that's one of the big quagmires that Microsoft has to resolve Right. So seven eight ba- seven well seven to eight hours of battery life is still pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm still not I got, buying it. <laughs> yeah, it's not buying it, but you know it's still it's still pretty good. It's no. It's no battery. They're going to quote you now, mini. Joseph. <laughs> Microsoft's going to quote Joseph Chang saying it's pretty good. It's I mean it's it's pretty good. It's you pretty know? good. But my my rating system's logarithmic. It's, it's exponentials, you know. Neat and pretty good are only like two times bigger, but like awesome and 
pretty good is like 10 times different <laughs> in order of magnitude so if you ever to plot that on a graph it's gonna look you're gonna be sorely disappointed so not that ratings awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the awesome level it's at the uh you know the getting there pretty right. good level but i mean the surface pro i mean you got to give it some credit it's driving it's driving more pixels in the same density so it's got to drive more it's got to have more processing power um, it's it's got to have the uh, OS management of the power, which is like I said before, it's difficult. And you know they have different. Um, I forgot what else they they have USB three I think, but that shouldn't impact the power that much. And it's the same form factor I believe. So they have a higher density display with the same form factor. So that's going to equate to less battery life. Yeah. Even if Haswell does offset some of the battery consumption. Yeah. Eight hours is still pretty nice though. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's it's no iPad with like thirty day standby. Right. <laughs> like my iPad mini, I haven't charged it in like uh three weeks. It's still running seventy eight percent battery life. So I'm like really impressed with the iPad mini. Or my Kindle paperweight with with six weeks of with standby <laughs> well those are two different technologies there tony we're not going to go into that but yeah i mean it's it's impressive how far technology has gone these days it's very impressive in terms of battery life at yeah. least all right so let's conclude with uh for the apple event with the ipad so um excited right very i mean now you have two iPads, the, the, the mini retina with the air. Yeah. Who, the only difference on the surface at least is the air, I mean the, uh, the $100 price and the size and weight. Yes. And so a lot, I, I remember when I, you got your mini, one of your biggest complaints was the lack of a retina display. Yes. Right. And so they delivered that. On top of that, an A7 processor, the same processor with the iPhone 5S. So as, well, as, as well as a $70 price increase, which I was not too happy about. Right. They, <laughs> well, yeah, you can make some arguments about that, but it, it's not like you're, you're paying more for, for the same amount or, or worse, less. Yeah, right? yeah. They're giving you an extra bump in performance on top of that. I mean I'm not I'm not angry at Apple like some people are I'm just a little bit disappointed you know but <laughs> that just comes with being a consumer you're going right. to get disappointed so so I speaking mean, of disappointing let's talk about the iPad 2 which is still around <laughs> and it's still priced at 399 yeah and so a lot I mean, of those are for for all the schools, uh, right? Yeah. All the Those are for like legacy, legacy, like backwards compatibility. It's like the same problem Microsoft has with like Windows. They yeah. got to keep some features out there, regardless if it's been if it was made like six years ago, right? Or in this case, I think it was made like four years ago. Right. But for the average but, individual who shows up at the Apple Store, there's just yeah. no way they would ever pay the same price yeah, for that yeah. versus. You know the latest and greatest iPad Mini, which is at yeah. the same price. I mean, 
it consequently it's a brilliant marketing technique you have two similarly priced products but one is better so why like we said a consumer when you look at both of them who would who in their right a rational buyer would not pay for the lower spec product so unless just, they had a reason to so maybe it's a clever pricing scheme just to divert everyone to what you actually want to sell and you know if i you don't do sell, I don't, yeah you know i don't i don't think it's that i think it's, I, I think that's a consequence of the pricing scheme they have but i think they're just trying to maintain backwards compatibility for markets that need it like the 30 pin 30 pin connector like they have to maintain that backwards compatibility because there are some third-party peripherals that have yet to be transferred to Lightning. So, and some uh, organizations do still use iPads with their, the 30-pin connectors for proprietary usage. So they have to maintain that. And also for other institutions that um, that have to maintain a certain level of consistency in you know distributing that sort of tool to their within or their organization yeah. so i don't think it's a marketing tactic but i think the marketing side of it is just a consequence of the backwards compatibility and the legacy hardware that they have to maintain yeah i'm giving them the benefit of the doubt i don't <laughs> i'm not that cynical into thinking apple is just ready to psychologically manipulate the consumer oh yeah <laughs> i'm not that cynical they're yet they're gonna fool me into buying that <laughs> reverse psychology no way i would ever buy that and then i end up yeah. buying it they end up buying i mean it would have been nice if they priced it cheaper but that would have cannibalized the ipad mini sales right. which is priced at 2.99 yeah. the non-retina one so yeah so, so um, when exactly d- uh, is Apple planning on um, releasing their, you know, they, they claimed, or Tim Cook said that they were releasing a, a new product this fall. And does this fall translate to this year or sometime early next year? And so with the holiday season in swing, they are essentially running out of time of, you know, mm. to, to, to make a new product announcement. So essentially the last two months, it's just about them delivering the products that they are selling. Well, he could have been referring to the Mac Pro because that's technically a new product. It's well, just been for, for the one percent of consumers, <laughs> it's not really, <laughs> it's not really a, a big, you know, noticeable blip for Apple to, you know, to call it a product, a new, yeah. you know, category of product. I mean, I, I, I do agree that they're running out of time, but you know, so early next stuff. year. Yeah, stuff happens, you know? Stuff happens. Yeah. Development hits a snag. Uh, the market's not, you know, not being, not performing as well as, you know, their yeah. accountants have projected. So <laughs> Apple's being run know, by accountants since when? Yeah, and, <laughs> no, they're being run by a supply guru. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, a new product would be nice, but I wouldn't put it against them to delay it till early next year because, you know, I don't have unrealistic expectations of them like yeah. some people do. <laughs> uh, uh, 
Anyways, I'll they just... said they'll release a new product, but they <laughs> oh, didn't. All right, we'll fine, them. fine. I, I get it. I'll just buy the Samsung Galaxy Watch in the meantime to show my frustration. Thirty percent return rate. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean thirty percent return rate? People yeah, are... You see that there was a report that Best Buy has a thirty percent return rate on Galaxy Gear smartwatches. Oh no! How come? What was the reported uh, reason? Prob- Probably because that the customer wasn't satisfied with the product. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's almost as bad of. as it's not working. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh. like Apple's mantra. It just works. You know? Some of but the times. Some of the time. No, it's just... I read, the re- I, I read some reviews on Galaxy Gear. It's just not that impressive. They were the first to come out, but they're not the best, so... I just want to take a picture with the Galaxy Watch. You know, it's, just... Uh, it's it'll gonna be like James Bond-ish, you know. Just... There, are, there are far better smartwatches out there. Don't <laughs> save your money. Put it towards just, an iPad Air. I just train my my wrist upward and then just take a picture without anyone noticing, you know. Be one of those hipsters that buy products. How, how many? How, what is that cam? Or like, is, is it like a one point two megapixel camera? I assume, or I I don't know. I think I can't it's really somewhere f- in the three to five, but oh, I'm not really sure. I heard the camera's really good, though, but everything else is just nothing good. Oh. I'll take As selfies. Expected. I'll take selfies. Selfies like that? I can take... You can take selfies... in front of you? You can take selfies a lot faster with the Galaxy Watch than with your, your gigantic six-inch note. Well, you'll just look like a weirdo lifting their wrist toward, in front of their face compared to, like, the social norm of pulling your camera up and puckering your lips, you know? <laughs> Although you still can't pucker your lips with the Galaxy Gear <laughs> selfie. <laughs> I digress, though. They don't have to release anything. I'm fine, Apple. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I don't put. <laughs> I don't put that against you like some people do. <laughs> some like some people just find everything. They find the minor, the smallest things, and then criticize Apple. I mean, what, like, what's what's wrong with you, man? <laughs> what's wrong with you? Yeah. Uh, I'm just a little bit disappointed with the iPad Mini Ret- with Retina is $399. It's, but you're still it's, buying it anyways, right? That's another thing. It's very difficult for me to pick because before the iPad Mini and the iPad was $170 different in price. Now it's only $100, which is not that much. So it's very difficult for me Just buy them both, pick. Joseph. You won't have... You won't have any problems that way. Sorry, man. I don't feel like going in debt today. <laughs> I mean, there was there was there was the T-Mobile promotion, which they, you uh, proudly presented to me. I think it was very, yeah. Um, a yeah. T-Mobile show now, sponsored by T-Mobile. Um, this podcast is. <laughs> I mean, it's really it's a good promotion. You get the cellular version, the LTE version of the iPad iPad Air to iPad Mini for for qualifying buyers um, zero down payment and you just pay monthly for 24 so, months. So they essentially make it you, you purchase it and pay for it over the span of two years. Exactly. And you're not paying any more or less. Yeah. But it's just at a different rate. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you get 200 megs of data. LTE. LTE. It's right. you're pretty much getting free financing, plus 200 megabytes of LTE. Which, to some people, is nice. And to me, it's nice, too. My credit score is not that great, so I'll probably have to make a significant down payment. But, you know, it's, it's just making that purchase difference. 
that much higher, that much harder to make. Like, do I really, do I want to go with the iPad Mini still, or do I want to go with the larger iPad Air? They might underclock the iPad Mini to maintain the 24-hour battery life. You know, it's just that really hard. Apple's made it pretty hard to differentiate. Just purchases. buy them all, like I said. <laughs> like I said, I don't want to go into debt this year. Maybe next year. Yeah. iPad when when Apple releases the uh, the uh, iWatch, the rumored iWatch, and the iTV, Apple TV, the, the refresh of the Apple TV, and the Apple spaceship, the Apple, and the Apple, the Apple campus, and buy a slice of the Apple campus, and the Apple water, the Apple water. It Isn't gives you. It extends your life two years. Isn't that, every that drink. really pretentious water bottle? I see a cylindrical, pretentious, like $5 bottle of water. <laughs> yeah, it'll charge yeah. you $20 per bottle. <laughs> it's the most revolutionary thing since water. <laughs> it'll, it'll come in gold and, and what's yeah. that other one? Space, space gray. gray? Space Gray. Space Gray. Speaking of gold, they did not have a gold iPad for either the Mini or the Air. I heard I there like, some oh. issues. I heard there were supply issues with the gold iPhone 5S. Is it gold or champagne? Is Apple calling it gold? So Apple is calling it gold. Okay, yeah. I'm disappointed. Did you call it champagne? It's a marketing. It's a marketing tactic. Hey, it works, man. Those Asian people love gold products. I didn't know that. I've heard reports of. Yeah, I've heard reports of people in China just specifically demanding the gold one. Just only make gold products for. Apple stores in China. I mean, the problem with with that color is that it's <laughs> there's a supply problem with it. Yeah. So that, you know, it makes sense that they can't. They can't make a them fast colored. Right. Yeah, you know, there's some people who just want it now, but you know, there's just not enough supply. Right. Damn you, capitalism. Speak, speaking of speaking of app or China, uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but in the last two events, they've they've specifically called out app or china on yeah. various occasions like um they said at the very beginning of last keynote they said hi to our friends in in japan and china yep. Yep. <laughs> it's like they're trying really hard to 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 sell more apple products like please china yeah. buy more of our stuff yeah i mean china is a growing market yeah that's, and then, and then the say. most recent one uh, they said and the iPad, I forgot which one they said. And noticed that China is finally in our list of the first one, you know, X first day. dozens, yeah, of the first day availability. China, yep. remember, yep. we're making it yep. available day one for you guys too. Yo, yo, China. What's yeah, you help a brother out. At this rate, yeah, they might I'm... as well offer it for to them at a different price, a cheaper price, you know. Yeah, maybe, and then, maybe. <laughs> hey, man, they're trying to they're trying to wedge themselves in. They got their foot in the door with. Getting the major Chinese tele- oh, yeah. telecommunications company for the I read about 5S. That. Yeah. yeah They're just trying to put their foot in the door and trying to edge Android out, you know. Apple should now be a mobile carrier. That's their that's their next major step. <laughs> they got money to do it. They got money to do it. <laughs> it's not a very uh, sexy venture, I I would say though. It's their, their stock would drop immediately, I'm pretty sure if they do that. <laughs> Spending billions of dollars on on something that is so expensive to compete on, yep. And but they do they really do have the hundred billion plus in cash, so it's not. They could potentially buy out Sprint. Right. Which but, uh, didn't Sprint get bought out by some other company or something, or no, was it the other no, way around? They got. I think, I think Soft, SoftBank, SoftBank bought a controlling share into uh, Sprint. 
but I have yet to see improvements on my end. <laughs> I'm switching from Sprint to T-Mobile next yeah, year. Yeah, so me too, man. I already am on T-Mobile, yeah. so. If you so. live in San Leandro and have T-Mobile, it sucks. Just FYI. Well, that's because you live in San Leandro, that's why. Yeah. Well, I, to all your I mean, San Leandro summer. listeners out there, sorry. And during the summer, so. During the summer, I, yeah. I, I had to spend so much time just going to my ceiling, holding my phone like a lunatic yeah. just to get a signal. <laughs> hey, that was like me last year, man. Living at that apartment, it was like a Faraday cage blocked by like seven different buildings. Couldn't get any signal on Sprint Nothing. or any network, to say the least. Just use Google Voice. Just just call phones on, 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 your, on your computer. You know, I'm trying to just get away from Google products now. I have my own, I have my own cloud service running on a my very own impressive web cloud, server. but I, I must say. Yeah, I mean, I you, I you should open it up for beta or something. For beta, I would, yeah, my, I would sign up immediately. I don't, I don't have a data center, Tony. Sorry, my, my computer's gonna <laughs> melt. My parents are gonna yell at me why the internet's so slow. <laughs> Millions of people uploading. Uploading the, stuff at one. The power flickers on and off intermittently for several hours during the night. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the power company yeah, shows up bill. at your door wondering what the hell you're doing. <laughs> yeah, like rates go up tenfold. Yeah, I don't have a data center yet, Tony. Sorry, can't open it up for the public yet. It's just for me and a couple of friends of mine. Oh, so I'm not included, eh? Hey, you never asked if you want one. I do. I do want to. I do want to. I want to peek inside the walled, the hollow the walled gardens, garden. the walled, walled garden. garden, the sacred I call garden, it the, uh, the shoe cloud. How many S-cloud. gigs of space do I get? Yeah, ten, 10 gigabytes. gigabytes. Just ten gigs. I can give you more if you want. All right, that's what I want to hear. Too bad Dropbox doesn't say that to me. I can give you unlimited, <laughs> but it's like my my raid array on my How server much space? is getting filled up really quickly. How much you got left? think uh, near less than a terabyte nice yeah just, just just keep buying hard drives you know just you know just go to was... just go to school and just buy out all the old art old heart uh computers that they're trying to get rid of just buy you them know i out. the problem with that is that i'm running out of ports to plug it in i have to i have to eventually buy a sata card so i can plug in more sata hard drives and link them hey, all together. that's the cost of expansion man that's the cost just, you want to go big? You have to. You have to go. You have to invest the money. <laughs> I have to start. I have to start making more data ser- data centers. Yeah. You know how much that server cost me? That was like three thousand dollars right there. What? You just yeah, buy a Mac six, <laughs> Well, it doesn't come with six terabytes of storage. So, and it's, so you know, it's decent. what hard hardware do you need to to offer like a decent web server? You, you need a lot of hard drives. You need a lot of RAM. Yeah, well, it depends on how many people you're servicing. Right. If you're servicing, does the graphics like, card matter at all, or is it just no. for you? It's just for the systems admin, right? That's, yeah. yeah, you can buy the cheap AMD APUs that have the integrated graphics into built into it. You yeah. can play Minecraft on it. Yeah, but you don't need a really high-end graphics card to do that sort of thing. You just need a lot of hard drives, a good internet connection, and a, a fast CPU processor. cooler. And RAM, that's all you need. Right. Speaking of CPU coolers, my, my, my desktop hasn't shut down on its own. Uh, oh, so you fixed the thermal paste thing, right? That's what I... Oh, I didn't change anything. <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> well, uh, I, I told you there was that one odd hiccup after I had 
<coughs> made those changes with the uh, CPU cooler. And yeah. then since then, nothing has happened. And I've been refraining from, from uh, you know, proclaiming that, that everything is fixed and done because uh. that's what I did last time. And then suddenly it just went, you know. Poop. You don't want to tempt the gods there. To no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can just just build a new computer, Tony. Yeah, just, just do computer. that. So, what kind of case do you have then for for your 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 server? Uh, it's a full it's full size. It has like where do you like hard drive base. Where do you like keep it? Yeah, you know, it's in my room, my room back at home. Oh, so what if something goes wrong and <laughs> are you gonna have to call up your parents and say, "Hey, mom and dad, can you uh, unplug Turn and?" It on. Turn it on and turn it off. <laughs> well, you know what? what's funny is that I have the ports off. I I set it up all before I left for school, so that I can remotely do it over the internet. Wow. From here, so I don't need them to do that all that crazy. So you jazz. can. Okay, that's impressive. But in the event of a power outage, yeah, I'm gonna have to call them and say, "Can you just press the power button on?" Then I can start administering. Wait, so you can turn on the computer remotely as well? No, no, that's why I need to call them. I can restart the computer remotely. Yeah. Don't accidentally hit shut down. Just Yeah, don't don't click shut down. Ever. Just dis disable disable that action. <laughs> it's just that, you know, in the event of catastrophic failure, electrical failure, then yeah, I'm gonna have to call them up and say, Can you turn it back on again? Thanks. So how do you access it remotely? You use like Microsoft's remote desktop for that? No. Or do you no. Use? I use um SSH. Ah, okay. I SSH into it or I use Webmin for Linux. Oh, cool. It's running Ubuntu server right now, so right. Cool. nothing, nothing too fancy. I mean, I could point if you ever have money. If you have money, Tony, I could point you to a good, cheap build. All you, the most money you're gonna spend on is the hard drives. Right. Hard drives are expensive. So when you wanna add more, more disk space, yeah. What's the process like? You just buy a one terabyte drive, plop it into the bay. What do you need to do on the software end? On the yeah. software end, well, since I'm remotely, I just go into Webmin, I check if the thing, well, I don't, not remotely, but I go into the, uh, I go into Webmin on my managing computer, which is mostly my laptop. Um, I check if everything, it's all recognized correctly and all that stuff. Um, and then I go to Webmin, I go to this utility that helps that merges the RAID configuration together. It syncs it all together, which takes some time. Yeah, yeah. And that pretty much just takes like six hours to do for hard drive. <laughs> Since it's a RAID 5 configuration at least. Cool. If it was a RAID 0, I'd have like 12 terabytes of space, but that's incredibly unsafe. In case one hard drive fails, I'm gonna lose all my data. Yeah. Yeah, so RAID 5 or higher, guys, if you ever make your own RAID server, please RAID 5 or higher, or else you're gonna lose all your data in term in the case of uh, catastrophic hard drive failure. Yeah. So I could point you to a good build, Tony, if you ever wanted to make your own web server. Just send me the list of, like, say, the components you use, and then I'll get you have some thousand dollars to spare. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I could point you to like, a good Sam or someone, or I could point you to a good four hundred dollar one. Oh wow, that's quite a drop from three thousand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't really need that much. Right. You don't really need, especially if you want like a really like small build. I can point you to some. There's some really good. Right. How do you set it up in your room, though? How do you set it up in your room? So, you just like, do you have a unique setup for it because it's running, twenty four seven? Oh no, I just plug it in and 
Well, my room's got good ventilation. I plug it in, plug an Ethernet cable to the router, and then I just I set the router to port forward all the ports that I need to configure Apache so that my web server runs correctly, and that's pretty much it. Any major it's not, hiccups? It's nothing to Any major, major hiccups? hiccups. One time it turned off. On its own? Just yeah, I don't know why. My parents... Like, how, how do you know it. when it turns off? You I just like what, my web server. Oh, and then you... Oh, you don't get I like notified when it happens? No, no. Maybe you should set that up. Maybe, Maybe I, should. I should. I don't know. It's just I got a, I got a message from my friend who checks it sometimes to upload stuff to, to my cloud service. And he said, oh, it, you're, it's not responding right now. And I'm just like, really? And I tried doing it and it's like... I can't get it to work. I'm like, oh, I must have turned off. Oh well, I wasn't that. But back then, I wasn't too concerned about it. So when I went back, who cares for, about your friend's data? Uh, yeah, for visit. I mean, it's still there. I just need to turn it on. I didn't want to call my parents and say, "Can you turn it on?" You know. I mean, the biggest one is just like turning it on. Hard drive failure is like one in a million. Phew. Yeah. I mean, I have like, I think right now there's like five. Five hard drives all connected together. Five, three, no, no, six, two terabyte hard drives all rated together. Right. Yeah, and I'm running out of rack space too because the case only supports like eight. So I'm running out of hard drives. I could buy some more, but that costs money. Yeah. It was all because my dad wanted me to go into like server stuff, and it was really interesting at the moment. Now it's just maintenance. Right. <laughs> Headaches. And finding out fun stuff to do with it. Like I have my own Minecraft server running that you could I think it's I think it's set to auto start so if, if I ever give you the IP address you can use a Minecraft server. Yeah, I don't really play to. Minecraft. Uh, me neither. I don't play that much anymore. Um, there's also the cloud service which I was just bored in class one day so I looked it up and was like setup is pretty pretty simple. You should create a, a splash page saying, you know, 10 gigs of free space. That's Eight and a half. There, that's eight gigs get, more than Dropbox. I'm gonna get so many emails. And I'm just gonna be like, no, I can't give it to you because I don't know who you are. <laughs> I don't trust you. Sorry. This is only for this is invite only. <laughs> super private beta. Super super private friends only beta. Um, have I? I bought a recently bought a domain name for it. Because before you'd have to do my public IP address to do it, but now it's just a domain name. So I don't want to say it in public because <laughs> I was going to ask I'm you. Gonna get, I'm going to get DDoS, man. Sorry, my inter my home internet connection is who not that listening good. would would think. Hmm, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna check my 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 uh, Apache server traffic log. And I'm just gonna be like this huge spike once this podcast is like oh, published. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get so many emails and stuff. Yeah, like we have such a huge impact. <laughs> hey, man, you never know. We might oh, get famous I do know. one day. <laughs> we, we might get famous one day, and then someone's going to go to the past ones and then just check. Oh, he's uh, Joseph's got his own web server. Let's check it out. Yeah. At this point, I'm ready to like cancel my small orange domain name, domain hosting. It's, it's not that good, right? It's decent, but I can do it for free. <laughs> it's true. Once you Especially figure that out. For, Especially for a tiny site like mine, I can just do it for free. I don't need to do some crazy stuff with it. But hey, you should start your own web hosting company too. <laughs> I heard oh, it's a Tony. very, very profitable business. The margins are so small, Tony, and I have it's to get my huge. data server. I have to do all that crazy jazz. I can always rent it from Amazon though, because they have massive data servers. Oh yeah, just make just piggyback on them. Yeah, or I could just contract 
I could just contract some uh, architect uh, uh, constructors, construction workers to make my own data center in my backyard, <laughs> <laughs> equipped with giant cooling towers, and right? Racks and racks and racks of uh, server. Hire a security guard too. <laughs> Twenty-four hours security. I put it underground with just one pipe going out in the middle of my backyard. And Build it underground. It Build it underground. Yeah. Electricity issues would spike immediately, or I just buy solar panels and see how that works out. Yeah. It's it's interesting, but it'll just cost a lot of money, which I don't think is worth it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, maybe. Maybe in the future. Maybe in the future, Tony. I'm, you you and I can start our own web hosting business, but yeah. until and then... we'll end up selling to GoDaddy. Oh, God. <laughs> If we ever you do that, you have permission to they, slap me, Tony. You heard the company of Media that. Temple, right? Media Temple? Never heard of it. They are they're a web hosting company, and they're mostly popular with developer and the designer crowd. Uh-huh. And they they sold out to GoDaddy. And so there was you know a big uproar because a lot of the same customers for Media Temple are really anti-GoDaddy. Then again, a lot of people are... Anti GoDaddy, so which is why if I ever sell out to GoDaddy, you have permission to slap me. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> well, I've always they, dreamed of. <laughs> they offer you a, a a price that you cannot refuse. With their different, with their misogynist ads. Oh, I remember that Super Bowl ad. With the uh, that guy. Oh, that was very uncomfortable sitting there watching it. It was cringeworthy. After I was like, please stop it, stop it, skip. Is this not TiVo? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> is this not YouTube? God. Is this live? What is this? <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, I mean, if, you're, if you ever want to create your own home media center or web server, I could point you to some decent parts. RAM will cost you, though. Before, RAM was cheap, but then ever since... Ever since that, uh... How's your electricity it's... bill? I don't know. I haven't asked. My parent, haven't your parents haven't complained yet, so obviously yeah, nothing, yeah, so nothing bad has yet. happened. Absolutely. I mean, I guess low power. I mean, the if there was a graph... I'm going to tell you a little anecdote. Um, over here, I used to mine for Litecoins with my 7950 overclocked, and I would run it... Bitcoins? All, Litecoins is a different cryptocurrency. Oh, so so, so now now you're moving beyond bitcoins. You're 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 done with. Bitcoins are so hard to mine. There's no point. <laughs> I'll give you a reason this. why. What, what is what is it called? Litecoins. Litecoin. L I T E coin. I've never heard of this. It's a different cryptocurrency, but I'll tell you the reason why in a second. But some backstory. I used to mine for litecoins on this computer until fairly recently, until I saw my electrical bill. Like the or your parents saw your electrical bill and said, "No, no, no! This is for my apartment here because I have to pay for electricity on my." Oh, own. really? Yeah. If I had to do it, if it was if it was bundled in my rent, I wouldn't care. I would just let it run all day. <laughs> my ass, you know? just let you uh, rack up the bills. <laughs> you know how but much yeah, do they charge it... you, or like what does it say when? So, so I let it run for like two weeks. I got like two point seven Litecoins at this. Uh, Are you gonna shred the rich now? 
drop no, out of college. It's only two dollars a Litecoin. It's nothing. Two dollars a Litecoin for two weeks? Oh man, I think you can make more money uh, doing minimum wage at any job. And <laughs> I make more money just sitting at work doing nothing. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I, and then I got I checked my mail and I saw my electrical bill come in and I was and I saw the price. It was like eighty four dollars. No, no, oh, it was sixty four dollars. It was up oh. from like thirteen last time, and I was just like, okay, I gotta oh. stop mining for Litecoins. And I saw my electricity. You lost usage. money. You made yeah. two four dollars, and you. <laughs> I lost fifty. Uh. I lost fifty nine. It's you know it's and then I was like okay I'm am stopping this I can't do this anymore because the seventy nine fifty it's overclocked it uses like three hundred thirty watts. <laughs> can, can can you use like Amazon's web services like their their heart you know to mine for bitcoins or anything like that? Can, one, is that possible? I think you, one I think you can. Two I think they would cancel your account. <laughs> Because that's really bad, so it's like okay, I'm done mining. Like, I'll just hold on to these Litecoins until like it gets to, like a hundred something dollars, like Bitcoin has. And hey, I'll you'll just be that. You'll be that guy in that article that you know that you you've probably seen with Bitcoin. They're like, guy in 2006 buys 10 Bitcoins for yeah, 100 dollars. Yeah. Now he's a millionaire. <laughs> or that guy who had like a hundred Bitcoins that bought a pizza. Oh, oh, that was painful to read. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, after that, you know, was I it the really best know. pizza he ever ate? <laughs> no, he committed suicide after after finding the retail price for bitcoins. Now, no, I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure if I have a Litecoin mining engine running on the, my home server, my parents would call me up and say, "What the hell is this price? This sudden spike in electricity bills?" Just blame. And I probably wouldn't even get that many Litecoins either. Alright. But yeah, yeah it's, it's uh, uh yeah, unless, it's gonna take a long time to make Litecoin to make mining profitable, especially if you're like a casual user like me, because I don't I don't wanna pay sixty three dollars again every month for electricity. Yeah. Especially when it jumped from thirteen to sixty three in the course of like four weeks. <laughs> that was just too much for me. Yeah. So what else can we we've already peaked at one hour. So let's let's start to wrap this up. What else yeah. is there to talk Twitter. about? Twitter, the Twitter IPO. The value of seventeen to thirty dollar IPO. IPO. All right. Overpriced? Overpriced? Well, I'm not really. I I haven't really followed you know, and I don't really know the 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 math or the economics behind how IPOs are priced. Yeah. Sometimes and so, I wonder if it's arbitrary. But what? Yeah, but like I think you look at like the number of shares they're offering, yeah. and then how, like you know who, who owns how much equity. Yeah. A number. I don't know. I'm I'm just guessing. I mean, I feel like it's gonna end up like Facebook. You know, they have a large user base, but they don't particularly have a product. I guess you could argue the product is their user, but they, like many web companies, they have yet to find a way to monetize a user base aside from advertisements and using advertisements is a really difficult balancing act because you don't want too many advertisements to kill the user base right but you don't want too few to like be in the be in the red every quarter so right. it's really difficult so i did read like the past you know couple years of their revenue and they have grown like you know three times in revenue every yeah, year, yeah. you know every quarter 
And yeah, so yeah. the most recent was the largest. So there is definitely an upward trend. And so the IPO is a, you know, it, it's a timely uh, milestone for them given their yeah. current progress. And I think a difference between Twitter and Facebook is that Twitter is such a big social social cultural phenomenon you know hashtag it's on tv oh yeah it's on you TV. see all these it's tv shows TV with the hashtag and then the worst is like the award shows where they're always like tweet uh, at hashtag bubble hashtag yeah. yolo, yolo 420, 420 no scope swag blazer Ugh. yeah trending <laughs> you know what i you know i think that's the big that's going to be the the deciding factor between Facebook's IPO, I think it's at what twenty seven dollars now, or is it rebounded to thirty something? The Facebook's current price. Yeah, yeah face, Facebook's, Facebook's current. Last price time I checked, it was around fifty dollars. They have $50. Re, they, have they have definitely have. rebounded from their IPO of like thirty five or something. Thirty. Yeah, I, I, don't I, know. I think Twitter, if it holds on to its cultural like standing, I think it'll go up, but my predictions are as accurate as a stick looking for water you know <laughs> they they you know whenever a company files for an ipo they they have this long ass prospectus for for potential investors and they always talk about you know what the revenues are how they're going to grow yeah. and of course they also talk about their potential weaknesses they they cited one thing you know the one you just said well that if they continue to maintain their identity as you know what you know, as Twitter, as the, what are you doing now? What's happening in the world? But yeah, also yeah. the other thing is, you know, there are competitors, especially in the Asian market. There's, I forgot what the name is. There's like this Twitter clone that's really Weibo? popular. Uh, you, yeah, what, what was Weibo? Yeah, I heard of, yeah, Weibo. I don't I know, know that exactly. Apple specifically said, we have support for Weibo. I'm like, what the hell is Weibo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so they have a large user base in there. And, you know, with China's, uh firewall you know twitter firewall. hasn't yeah most american web companies have almost no presence whatsoever yeah. with in in china compared to the local competitors so yep, yep, yep. so that's definitely a major challenge for them i think it's a yeah they have to maintain their cultural identity their cultural place in the world because that's also a market benefit their their competitive benefit over say like uh over say like myspace <laughs> you know myspace was a neat thing but it didn't monetize well because it wasn't that culturally ingrained in the global well see i think myspace was discourse. just well, uh, not only that but the more important thing was that it was uh uh, it didn't respond well enough to you know the Facebook that yeah, showed up yeah, and yeah. decided to take away. So yeah, the yeah. the main challenge for Twitter might be the same thing. There might be something not even out there right now, or maybe yeah. something that's so small that hasn't really peaked yet. Yeah, that might swoop in and take over. Yeah, I mean as long as it maintains its standing as a cultural entity in the global discourse as long yeah. as justin bieber continues to actively tweet yeah twitter will. as long as people are continue their interest you know not like it's not like um as as long as they it hates from i hate to say this but as long as they continue offering itself for free 
and not bother its customers with advertisements because we all know that well they already are advertising or yeah, offer or sponsored it. tweets right i think right. and i think i don't know they haven't released hard numbers on you know the performance but from what i've read they they typically perform much better than facebook's uh yeah. equivalent because i think because i think facebook is on a very slow decline and i i, I think I think Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, knows that. It's Facebook. Well, he probably would disagree with that. What you just said, (laughs) he probably would. But I, but it's a very interesting, it's a very interesting um, shift because as Facebook grows more and more popular, you have older and older people. Older, as as politely as I can say it, you just older. You've just uh, insulted our fifty plus audience. I mean, it's, it's, I'm sorry, it's a cold, hard truth. Your kids don't want to be friends with you on Facebook. <laughs> sorry. But, you know, it's as, as that user base grows and grows, as people, as Facebook enters the, the discourse of 55 plus people, it becomes harder and harder to maintain a positive read, a positive um opinion on facebook when you know this is like supposedly this hip cool you know only for young people sort of thing that myspace used to be but then the same thing happened to myspace where you know older people started like talk like joining and um try to friend their kids or their nieces and you know their their kids are like these teenagers that you know they're so edgy they don't want to talk to their family members and stuff so they migrated to facebook which was primarily only for college students so it's it's very interesting to see if twitter can make this can sort of avoid that sort of decline because i'm i i feel like facebook is on a very slow like glacier slow decline into like MySpace territory as more and more older people join Facebook because they hear it about it on the news, which is a downside of being part of the public discourse, I feel. So I think Twitter has to maintain its identity, yet it's a balancing act to not alienate, you know, other segments of the market because you're going to have like 55 year olds like joining like web based web uh, social media regardless because it's going to be on like the news they, they watch like, tw- tweet us on uh, tweet us hashtag Fox News on your opinion on you know Halle Berry blah 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 you know and what about Halle Berry s- <laughs> they're going to be some very um, they don't <laughs> they're going to be some older people that don't want to admit they have fallen behind in the tech hip teen uh generation so they're gonna try and there's a sudden uptick in the number of 50 plus users in on snapchat yeah i mean i think i think the major difference between twitter avoiding that problem and facebook encountering is that facebook you have friend requests not like a public feed you know with twitter you can follow people but you don't necessarily have to like direct message them all the time or there's no you know, there's a very syntactically stressful way for people to message people. While on Facebook, it's very easy to do. You know, so I think Twitter has that advantage. 
I don't know. We'll see. I think both both Twitter and Facebook have their social place, have their cultural place in today's world. But if Facebook doesn't fix the problem of the slow decline of not seeming cool and hip and all that stuff, then they're going to run into major issues. All right. So I think that about wraps it up for us today. Yep. 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 Hit a new record. An hour 15. Hooray, break out the champagne. So, um, to celebrate, we're giving away an iPhone 5S to the <laughs> first commenter. Uh, whoa, 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 are you paying for that, Tony? Because I'll apply. <laughs> All right, so uh, nice talking to you, and uh-huh, same here, talk here. to you soon again.